welcome to Millennial Mamiana, hosted by Mamiana of Three and Mother Wilburn. We are two black moms over the age of 30, giving our take on parenting, womanhood, and all things motherhood that come in between. So go ahead and grab your cup of coffee and let's get into it. Hello. Hello. Oh, we in this joint. It's lit. It's lit. Oh, I'm excited. Oh my God. <sighs> Welcome to Millennial Mamiana. Uh, we are your hosts, Mamiana of Three and Mother Wilburn. And I'm so happy that we are here because we've been talking about this. <laughs> Honestly, for like over a year now. Yes. Yeah. We've been talking about this for so long. And wasn't we just talking about this last night, talking about all the all the ideas and stuff we have, but like needing to execute? Yeah, executing. <laughs> it's the execution, especially with the fact that we are moms. <laughs> so it's like, it's like, what the fuck? Real. You can plan and plan and plan, and routine is everything, but if the action behind it, like, exactly. you gotta get in. That is the hardest half of that battle, like getting up. <laughs> what so energy you have? Mm. That part. So, you guys, you don't know if you're listening in. I'm like a little late this morning. <laughs> we tried to record. <laughs> our episode last week and I overslept for that and then today <laughs> the alarm went off and I don't think I ever turned off an alarm so fast in my fucking life <laughs> I don't think I ever did it so fast and I was knocked out but I guess before we start rambling cause you know we like to ramble we be talking about every single day um I guess we should introduce ourselves and let people know what we wanted to talk about and why we're here and why we started the podcast. Did you want to start off? I can, I can. Okay, so uh, again, I'm Kier Kiera Dashe, also known as Mother Wolverine. I, uh, I am a mother in her 30s, a stay-at-home mom, uh, a stepmom, and a new mom. Uh, first time mom, let me say, not necessarily a new mom. First time mom, I'm no longer a new mom because he's two. He's two. So, but first time mom, stepmom, stay at home mom, mom in her 30s. Oh boy. Just figuring it out like everybody else, but loving the journey at the same time. Uh, I'm here on the East Coast in Philly, PA. Work work at home or work from home mom. I'm I'm an artist of many sorts. And I have a two a um, boy mom, two year old and a nine year old, my my bonus son. Hell yeah. That's me, the mother in a nutshell. It's lit. (laughs) It's lit. Being a mom being a mom is like something else. Something else all together, like, oh, okay, so look, I'm about to ramble again. Anyway, y'all, what's up, what's up, what's up? 
I'm Selena, uh, also known as Mamiana of Three. That is my Instagram name, so you can find me there if you want to go ahead and follow my personal journey along with uh, our podcast journey. But um, <clears throat> I am a veteran mom as well as a new mom. Um, had my first my first daughter when I was 18. She is 15 now. And I had another daughter when I was 21 who was also who's 12 now. And then I just gave birth a month ago. <laughs> so I am a brand spanking new mom again after 12 years. Um, shit is crazy. Um, I am originally from Philadelphia, but I am currently living out on the West Coast. But not for long because I'm about to be up out of this joint too. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> um. Yeah, so I, I was a teenage mom, and now I am a mom again in my thirties. And I just got to say, everything is so fucking different now. Like it's it's crazy. I I don't remember things quite being the same when I was eighteen. Giving <laughs> birth for the first time. Um, I've been a stay-at-home mom, uh, but for the majority of my motherhood journey, I've been a working mom. Sometimes two, three jobs. <laughs> sometimes working for myself. Sometimes working for the man. Um, <laughs> Always, you know, gotta feed the baby. Okay, whatever I gotta do to make sure that we are, you know, I hate to say surviving, but surviving and thriving. Sometimes, you know. Um. So yeah, I guess I guess that's about me. And me and Kiara, we talked about doing a podcast on parenthood and mothering for like a minute now and I want to I feel like maybe it was almost a month ago (laughs) about a month ago now where I was like we need to just do it we want to do it do you want to hop on this let's do it (laughs) right now and never now and never and yeah I guess here we are so um, I did see some comments last week when we were like posting the trailer and everything like that. Um, Want to touch on what we're going to talk about? Yes, I got. Uh, oh, I got like like a one that was uh, like, "What is the premise?" Right, which I, I like that word. Um, <laughs> uh, not that you can't be like, "Oh, what what's it about?" But it was just like a, "Ooh, you know, I know that." I could tell that that particular person is like, uh, I don't know, good to anyone else, but like of my tribe, just because of the selection of wording. However, anyway, um, so uh, yeah, basically just rephrase pretty much what we were discussing, which was uh, being a parent. Oh man, being a mom, right? Uh, all the stuff that comes in between from the, the solitude of just motherhood in itself. Yes. How Being a mom is, can get very lonely. It can be very lonely. And understanding that motherhood and womanhood are not one in the same. No. They're not one in the same. And that can be kind of hard to wrap your head around, especially for uh women who have pretty much been moms their whole lives before they even became mm-hmm. moms. 
whether you've been mothering other children or whether you've been mothering your friends, you know what I mean? Siblings. Uh, siblings, you know, like that is, it. man, it's a, woo, <laughs> deciphering between the hoods, I guess, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Through the hood, the parenthood, the womanhood, the motherhood. Um, and at times, not even at times, 24 seven, mm-hmm. you know? Um, Trying to find that balance. It's, uh, man, it, there is no clocking out. That, yo, okay, so um, with that being said, I don't think some people realize, like, I feel like unless you're a single father and a good one at that, I feel like sometimes the opposite opposite sex cannot relate <laughs> to parenthood sometimes because mm-hmm. in my personal experiences, because I'm not going to speak for everybody because you know everybody got different things going on and different circumstances, yada yada yada. But for my from my personal experiences as a single mom now, because I didn't start off as a single mom, right? Like. I really didn't. People people be getting shit <laughs> confused. Like, just because this is where I'm at now doesn't mean this is where I started and then a part of the right. in the first place. But like there is a, a, a there is a list of stereotypes that come with the single mom territory. Yes. And I tell people like I wasn't always a single mom. Like this didn't really I didn't really step into my single momhood until um, essentially until I moved out of Philadelphia in 2014. Prior to that, their dad was present. But being present isn't the same as raising a child. No. It really isn't. No. Uh, having a presence doesn't mean actually putting anything of substance <laughs> into helping raise that child. And um, I think a lot of people don't realize like yeah for for a mom that really wants their their children to have certain things and to grow and to do all the things we essentially could not do or giving them them opportunities that we did not have it's a 24 7 fucking job it's a 24 7 job it never (laughs) stops for us it doesn't stop even if we're working moms it don't stop for us being a stay-at-home mom it don't stop for us that's just a whole other fucking job like it never stops and people again I feel like some people can't relate to that to that part of parenthood whether it's uh, dads or moms in that room because it it does go both ways it does it does (laughs) you can't automatically assume that person's a good mom because she's a mom right also not everybody wants to be a mom yes I That's another separation of life. That never wanted to be parents. And I always wondered why they got villainized so badly. Right. People know kids cost money, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> they're not just cute and cuddly all the fucking oh time. God. They cost money. Nope. Children are mm-hmm. like the most expensive thing you can have. <laughs> They eat all the time. They grow all the time, which means whatever clothes that as a grown-up, you know what I'm saying, you wear, you got this for a couple of years, you keep that. No, no. They constantly 
school clothes. They constantly need shoes. As they get older, they need more uh, like care products, you know, like. Uh, yes. Uh, and then and that's contrary to the fact, people, your kids don't owe you shit. They don't. They didn't ask you to be here. They did not ask you to be here. They did not have a conversation with you pre preconceiving and be like, "Hey, you want to bring me through the portal into this world?" Yeah, no. Pretty sure would have came with a menu, like, "Hey, yo, this is what I like to eat." <laughs> you know what exactly. I mean? This is, how I <laughs> this is how I like to sleep. These are the things that I want to do. And uh, for the first couple of years that they can't even speak, oh, uh-huh. oh, that was the worst. That that was the worst for me, especially having two little ones. Like they was three when Sam was born. They turned three a week after Sam was born. Carting around two toddlers is hard as fuck. Yeah, I know. It's I- so hard. Especially when those toddlers can't speak. Um, they can't mm-hmm. do. Like you are li- you're literally teaching them everything from scratch. You're teaching them how to potty. You're teaching them how to brush their teeth. You're teaching them uh basic, I guess basic personal hygiene, you know? Yeah. Um trying to get them to eat. Because Sam, Sam did not eat. Sam did not eat. She used to throw tantrums at the at the sight of like solid food. She would only eat bananas, yogurt, cereal. <laughs> She had a texture thing, and if it wasn't one of them things, she wasn't touching it. She wasn't touching it. I'm so curious to see what how how Nova is as she gets yeah. married. Um, let's just talk about faith too. Like, uh, right? How did I turn into a girl mom? Never did that coming. Because, <laughs> man. Yeah. Never see and you're a boy mom. Like these are just not things I saw. If okay, we talked about this too. Like thinking from the perspective of my 16, 17, 18 year old self. Younger you when you're looking for the future and you're like, oh, me as a mom, me as a woman, me, you know what I mean? Like you're looking towards your future. 10 years from now, I'm going to be this, 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 and this. Everything I touch is going to crumble in my walk, and I'm going to just rule the world. And it's going to be amazing. And everything's going to go exactly the way that I planned it because I said that. That was some bull. <laughs> it was all a lie. It was all a lie. Oh it was my all gosh. Me at 18, my plan with like children and parenting, I think I said, I said I was going to have one child and I said I was going to have that child at 25, also said I was going to be a single mom. Okay. (laughs) Because I was like, I don't need no man around trying to tell me how to raise my kid. Of course, Uh, I was like young minded at the time, but like, I, I didn't foresee any of this and then boom pregnant at 18 boom pregnant at 21 and then i'm talking shit of course because naomi's getting close to 18 and god was like boom here go one more right i'm almost done one one down one more to go you know what i mean not necessarily like oh she got to get out my home but as far as like yes super duper tending to because like i feel personally 
even as a boy mom, I don't care. <laughs> Disclaimer, boy mom, changing the stigma, because that, that's a whole other thing in itself, right? Because <clears throat> there's a whole list of stereotypes that come with a girl mom, and a whole list of stereotypes that come with a boy mom. And then I'm not going to lie, they're in itself within its own communities of like different communities. So for us within the black community, there's a girl, there's a black, black girl mom yeah. stigma, and there is a black boy mom stigma because, oh my gosh, because there is, okay? <laughs> and, um, <laughs> but I personally feel like my boys have, uh, <clears throat> I don't wanna necessarily say open door policy, but they have until 25 yeah. to uh, come, come back. Cause I, I don't, I'm not kicking my sons out at 18. I'm not, Dang. I'm not kicking them out. They're going to still be children. I mean, they'll be teenagers. Like I know who and how I was at 18 and I was so ready to go. Yeah. I thought I was ready to go. I was not, I was not ready at all. I was not ready at all. I was fumbling everywhere. <laughs> I was fumbling everywhere. Yeah. And I feel oh, like in our, in black homes, they put it in our mind, like, it's, it's crazy because I'm trying to figure out the best way to explain it. <clears throat> it's like growing up, you're, depending on what kind of household you grew up in and what kind of parents you had, um, it was at 18, you get out of my house. 18, you get out of my house. 18, you get out of my house. Then when you get closer to that number, it's, oh, you're not grown. Oh, you're not grown. Oh, you think you could do this. Oh, you think you could do that. You don't do this. You don't do that. Yeah, because like you, sh- I should have been sixteen. I, I mean, I had a job at sixteen, but I, you know, about the, the, the I should have been able to be a child as long as possible without yeah. this looming, like this, right. this, this thought looming over my head. Like at eighteen, I'm not gonna have nowhere to go because yeah. at eighteen they want because me to get out their house. Early. They don't start telling you at sixteen. Oh, you got two years. You know what I mean? No. What your whole life? Your whole, your whole life. life. When you 18, you could do this. You ain't grown. When you 18, you go. And they have little limits for other things as well. Then you hit those ages and you go, hey, you said. <laughs> and then that gets pushed. <laughs> so you just they don't set you up for success at all. Unless no. you are very lucky to have those type of parents. And those a lot of us, that. unfortunately, growing up black in the hood in Philly, we didn't have those type of parents. Our parents exactly. was traumatized and scarred. They damn. Self. I was gonna say the culture of Philly as a whole, when it comes to children, is man, the culture is crazy. The history is is even crazier. But I will say that there are a lot of changes being made. I, I still would not be raising my boys here, but listen, but for those who are still here, you know, and have to be here, they want to be. There are there are things there are things there it really is there there really are a lot of things changing and a lot of things geared toward children but mm-hmm. adults who just don't care about life at all like at all uh, that's so sad to me and I and that was one of the things that I wanted to change with my kids um, I told them that, like I'm not kicking you out at 18 now. I'm gonna need you to find a job or Absolutely. start trying to figure out what direction you want to go in. But that doesn't mean you got to get yeah. up out my house. Yeah. No, I, I remember. No home. 
and like sleeping in a room that her dad was renting. Mm-mm. Um, trying to trying to be yes, because different. because what can you afford at that age? Exactly. What do you think you're going to afford when you're 21? Nothing. Okay. <laughs> Nothing. What do you think you're going to afford when you're 25? <laughs> Nothing. The struggle is <laughs> real. Ready set you up for success. Nothing. You can't afford nothing. You still you will be making minimum wage, which unfortunately in America is not a third of your income. Right. It, it, I mean, it's your not. living wages. It's not going to be you know of your living costs, your living expenses. It's supposed to be. That's the grid that they hold us accountable to. Which is crazy because then if that's the case, then how could you ever start anyone off at that price? Like it should be an age limit. Right. You work for those wages. And grown-ups should start at a different way, but it just is it, that it doesn't make anything. It's just the most <laughs> like dang, that's crazy. That's a whole nother. But yeah, still, yeah, whole... yeah, 18, you don't gotta get up out my house. Like what? <laughs> what cause listen, you're not grown. You're not. You're not you're not. Grown. Not an adult. So where are you going? You need to come home. <laughs> we just starting to figure out life. And I wish yeah. I wish that was something my parents had told me instead. Like yeah. it, it, like what you said, like by the time I turned 18, I was just ready to get the fuck out that house. I was ready to get away from everybody. Mm-hmm. Um and of course I ended up pregnant, so like that kind of stopped my initial plans. Right. Of of getting out sooner than I, you know, because I was gonna leave at eighteen. I was gonna be gone. Like yeah. y'all want me to strike out on my own? I will fucking strike out on my own and be out this house. But at least maybe I'll find me some peace along the way. And <clears throat> it took me a couple years because I didn't I didn't leave Philly until I was twenty four, going on twenty five. But like, um, yeah, I I look at my daughters now and it's like it's no way in hell. I would tell them they need to be out my house by 18. Oh you need God, to be working. Girl. Yeah, I, I would prefer for you to be working or yeah. interning or doing something that you love, something. even if it's like mm-hmm. your art or whatever. Do something yes. that's Have not just laying around. Yes. But I also don't require them to be constantly productive either. It's yeah, okay no, to take a break. Right, you got to rest. That's another okay curse that we need to break. Some leisure. Yes. Yeah. Some leisure. Uh, and also, I'm crazy. There is some, some, I feel like some things, but then there are other things that just, just are. You, you know deserve. I mean? Yeah. Like, you yeah. deserve to rest just like I rest. Exactly. Um, there is grounded. He can still, we can still go outside. I, will go to the playground <laughs> you know what I mean and yeah he's not I mean no he's not allowed to like sit at home and hang out with his friends but he's still allowed to in a sense socialize he's not you know what I mean being grounded yeah. doesn't mean can't be alive you know what I mean you're, you're grounded so you're restricted from certain things depending on whatever you did you know what I mean like exactly and sometimes exactly. he's not grounded sometimes it's just you know we try to do a lot of natural consequences as well. I don't know. It's cool. And people forget kids get overstimulated. Um, yeah. They get overstimulated. I feel like sometimes kids get held to like this high ass standard. Mm-hmm. And it's just impossible to me. Like, 
a lot of us grew up being like personal maids and all other types of stuff in our parents' home. And I never wanted that for my kids. So like people be looking at me like, okay, prime example. I just had Nova, right? So Nova is a month old. She was born June 13th. And the entire time I was pregnant, the entire time um, when they would, people would ask me, oh, do you have help at home? Do you have help at home? And I'm like, no, <laughs> I'm a single mom. What do you mean? I'm the motherfucking help. And they would ask me, like, how old Nay and Sam are. And then when I'm like, well, they're teenagers. Oh, well, you have help. And no. Like, no. Not my the children are not raising their sister. And I think people all. be getting shit fucking misconstrued and all twisted around because you think because you got teenagers at home and you bring the- this baby is not my daughter's responsibility. You know, like it's been people that's like, oh, well, you need to make them clean. You need to make them do this. You need to make them do that. Like my children do chores. Okay, they do. However, their whole day isn't like filled up with fucking chores. Um, I'm not on their back for things to be spotless constantly or, you know, waking them up at at five six seven o'clock in the morning and yelling at them to clean up and do all this other stuff do my patients run out sometimes hell yeah um but they're teenagers Mm -hmm. they can be lazy sometimes my house ain't no pig and no like that they're allowed to be they're allowed to sleep in now do i have a or you can't sleep past like 11 30 and expect to come get some breakfast no it's not even the morning you have to wake up like you know with the sun, you know, at least that's that's lunchtime. <laughs> so <laughs> right, but you, I'm not, I'm not in here screaming and yelling because they slept in late or deliberately right. trying to wake them up from from mm-hmm. their sleep. And I'm like, y'all, people forget that children need rest too. If we need rest to recuperate and heal ourselves, and you know, all that type of thing, what makes you think your kids don't? Exactly. Do you like, not you remember? Still instill life skills in them and let them get some fucking rest. Mm-hmm. Because my kids held down the fort while I was in the hospital. Oh, the I know. Clean, right. uh, like cooking and all other types of like they held down the motherfucking fort, and that showed me like, okay, well, I'm not just talking to you know in one ear and out the out the next. Like I'm not they are listening to me. I remember the. <laughs> I remember the mom guilt you had because you're just like, oh my God, what are they going to do? Like, I felt so bad. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, they pay attention. Not only have they been listening, they have been paying attention and they clearly value what you do for them as a mom because they held it down. They were just like, oh yeah, what? Mom, mom need us. You know what I mean? Like, we're a family. Like, this is, you know what I mean? Like, they... You know what I mean? Like we got this. We can do this. Like we, can, you know, let's do that this. Feel, I definitely had. I still, I still have mom guilt, even when I do little shit for myself. But like that, being in the hospital for what almost three weeks uh, on bed rest, unable to do anything, like, and just the fact that I came home to a clean house, the thing, you know, house wasn't burned down. Yes. certain things like that like yes they didn't kill I'm, each other <laughs> okay I'm like yo I really cause you never know if your kids is really listening to you you you, yes. you don't know until you put into certain situations yes. and this was and a situation that I was like wow okay kids show up for you 
They really show up for you. And mm-hmm. just the most, and it starts from the beginning. They show up for you in the most crazy way. It's amazing. It's it's a dope thing. Being a mom is a dope thing. <laughs> it's kind of like it's hard. It's hard. Don't get me wrong, y'all. Like it's hard. It's it's not easy. It's not easy being a single mom. I don't think there's it's this parenthood is not easy. For you motherfuckers no. out there that's claiming parenthood is easy, it's because you ain't really parenting. Let's yeah. just say that. Yep. Call a spade a spade. Like if you think parenthood is easy breezy thing. You ain't doing it right, bro. Because <laughs> how could it be? We're talking about uh, life, right? We're talking about a, human a whole life. other life. A whole nother life. Like if a and it's crazy. We only think. I don't know. I'm gonna say it. Okay, so <laughs> it's crazy that we it's the present. You know what I mean? That is one of the hardest things because you're thinking about the past, your past, the recent past. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like mom yeah things that triggered you from yesterday from two years ago from 17 years ago and then you're thinking about the future what you need to do what you're supposed to do where you were supposed to be what you're supposed to do for your kids where they're supposed to be you hope that they're going to be but you don't know where, oh my gosh like the ridiculousness <laughs> when you think about life in the beginning everyone's so happy when the woman is pregnant everyone's yeah. and you know what i mean there's all these compliments and and then she get real. I can't wait when the baby comes. Here's life. Now we're in the thick of it. Now we're in the present, and everyone disappears. Or people are around. Yeah. The moment. Right? Yo, that is the moment. And then life continues. Things keep going. Kids get older, so on and so forth. Then they're grown ups, and it's just like, oh, no one cares about you anymore. And then there's death, and then everyone comes back, and oh, they missed you, and they wanted to be around. And so yeah. it's like the in between is like the most important part. But for some reason, it seems that everyone only focuses on the beginning and the end. You know what I mean? And then yes. we just it goes. You were saying the other day, like it go, it 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 goes by and blinks. Not it here. Does. It goes by and blinks like it's it crazy. definitely flashes because like I'm sitting here and I'm like, yo, if I if I sit and I think about it too long, it it just blows my mind every time because I'm like, I really have a 15 year old daughter. When did she get to 15? How did we get here? I remember um, when you were 15. You have a a 15 year no, I I see it right. <laughs> see her almost every day <laughs> but, but it's like, so whoa. unreal whoa like it's, that's gonna be like, one day my kid's gonna be 15 one day no and she yeah. has her own personality her own thoughts uh, her feelings on things you know like her own opinions and it's just like this is fucking crazy but then at the same time like I'm so proud I'm yeah. so proud of the person that I have raised so far mm-hmm. I have done everything in my power <laughs> to make sure not only like does she have certain things that I didn't have, but like when it comes to love and affection, that she yeah. has things that I did not have. Everybody, yeah. I, I noticed that a lot of people focus on like the material shit that they had or didn't have when they were kids, but like for me, it's emotional, it's <laughs> mental, it's all of those things that I 
felt like I didn't get growing up that I've tried to make sure she got and it's been the longest journey getting here because I was the person y'all here talking on this podcast right now is not who I was (laughs) it's not who I was nine years ago oh man like at all like I wasn't I wasn't a good mom but I used to yell a lot I used to scream a lot like I used to my emotions used to get the better of me and a lot of the time I feel like I ended up projecting it onto my kids because I didn't know how to regulate my own emotions I didn't know who I was I was uh, uh, I was overstimulated you know like (laughs) I didn't have any breaks I I couldn't really see what I was supposed to do no clear direction no real no real support support system I feel like and so it took me a long ass time to get to where I'm at and I'm gonna say I I think that'll be the only thing I think thank my ex <laughs> my ex fiance ex-boyfriend is that he showed me how to be a more patient parent um because again I used to yell and scream a lot and my kids used to get their asses beat okay I didn't know what gentle parenting was that was not yeah. something that was in my vocabulary like I didn't know any of those things (laughs) and so like when it comes to him me and my ex that's that's like the main thing I'll thank him for is him showing me a different way to parent Mm -hmm. and not be so ruled by my emotions or feeling like I gotta beat my kids for them to listen to me because obviously I don't for them like obviously I don't like we just have conversations and we talk if I did something, they come talk to me about it. Like, okay, so touch on that a little bit, cause what? First off, yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, I'm all I'm all for it, and you know, I I, I parent the same way. Uh, Sear and I, we have what we call uh, the circle. Step into the circle. You know what I mean? Step into the circle. Come on. You know what I mean? And I got that from. My aunt, actually, who used to uh, allow us, and I'm going to say, because, you know, as black, as black families, your, your cousins is your siblings. Yes. So, uh, <laughs> to, uh, she would give us, um, she would step out of mommy mode and auntie mode and step into friend mode. And but she would say, but you have to give me time. You know what I mean? Like I can't right. just I mean like call me, let me know, set up when you need to talk to me, you know, because she had children of her own, of course. <laughs> but uh but she she would do that. And and also honestly, my other aunt, she was actually pretty easy to talk to as well, but she was <laughs> she and I my, had one crazy little bit so you know what I mean you gotta catch her on a good day <laughs> and see I, I don't think there was necess- like I had an aunt that I could talk to that I felt like could relate but the problem was they tell all your business uh, I, it was not like necessarily it's a safe space but not a safe space it's it's a safe space but I can't really confide in you because you gonna go discuss this with somebody else right you know like it's not just between you and I like whatever I think is I might be thinking it's between me and them and it's not 
And so that was another another thing I had to um, break, generational curse, whatever, that I had to like get uh, a grip with because like I would get mad at the kids or something like that and I would talk to them, but then I would go talk to somebody else about it. Right. And I'm like, I got to stop doing it because if my children are coming and confiding, confiding in me with certain things, that means they're confiding in me. They're not confiding in me and 20 billion of my friends you know what I mean like yes it's okay for me to vent about certain things but it's not okay for me to go tell my kids business that's not it's not for me to tell and when I say that to people people be looking at me so confused like what you mean this Uh, exactly what I said I do not own my children they are not my property they are not I don't own their thoughts I don't own their feelings I don't own their, you know, like I don't, I don't own them. Like they're free. They're their own people. And it's sad that children are not seen as people until they're all adults. But by that time, it's too late to try to treat them like a human being. Like, Like, what what are they supposed to do now? Like it's too late. This is the whole, this is the time when you're supposed to be teaching them that. Like, this is the time. It's just like, it's like if you've been an absent parent your, your kid's entire life and you come back when they turn 18 to 21, do you really expect that child to give you the same respect they would have gave you if she was around the whole time? Yeah. Or put you on whatever pedestal you think you're supposed to be put on because of your title. Mm-hmm. Because but of your title. Like that. Because let's talk about that. There are so many, like we said, the whole like parenthood situation. There are so many others that are parenting, you know what I mean? Your title does not make you entitled. Does not. Like, I don't, you you could have birthed me and been the shittiest parent in the, in the world. I don't have to deal with you. I don't have to deal with you. If throughout my childhood, you showed me how much you hated me, how much you disliked me, um, you constantly say, why are you here? Or I don't want you around and saying little hurtful shit, because people think words don't hurt and words do hurt. Um, right. If if I'm growing up in that enti- kind of environment, and then when I'm an adult, I finally realize I can get away from you for real, for real. I'm gone. What makes you think I'm gonna want to be around you? And what and, makes you think I'm gonna want my children around? And then the thought of that I owe you something because you chose to birth me. I did not ask you to bring me into this world. You could have aborted. You yeah, could have aborted. <laughs> would have been your choice like you could have done that and i mean it would just be is what it is i guess i incarnate some other time like you know what i mean but like uh you you can't treat children a certain way and expect them to want to be around you that's just Mm -hmm. like being in a relationship and you being in an abusive relationship and you still expect that person that you with to want you but you have verbally, mentally, physically abused them. Right. Why would have anything to do with you? Right. That's just my logic. A hundred percent. Spot on. Spot on. I was in a, uh, I like to call it a relationship because it really was. <laughs> and, and it was also one of those situations where like, ah, you know better, but... I was really young. Like, really, really young. Like, early yeah. 20s. Like, early, early 20s. And also, I... I don't know. 
I don't know. I was young. I was young. Early 20s. I should have still been home. You know what I mean? Instead right. Of, we like, all was out own. here trying to be like, that's why. I mean, like, I should not have been on my own. And I was. And so I was not making the best decision. Also, I had really, really, like, I had lost my grandma and she raised me. So, like, I get it. Didn't. my mom was a teenage mom. So my mom did as much as she could. My stepdad was there, is still there. You know what I mean? He's like really the only dad that I know. But still, when your mom is a teenage mom and then four kids by 21, wow. how much do you think your young black mom is going to have to spend with you? How much time, you, you know what I'm Yes. Still trying to further her education, still trying to find jobs that pay, still trying to give us, you know, little, little things that she Some type of life. You know what I mean? Some type of life, some type of fun, some type of something, you know what I mean? And because she could only afford, not just she, because they could, both young, you know what I mean? <laughs> Teenagers going into their early 20s, you know what I mean? Yes. I, my stepdad, my dad's been there since I was like two, three years old. So that's forever. <laughs> that's forever. I'm 13. Damn. Married. Yeah, he, he, he's your dad, so to speak. He's sure. definitely he's like, You know what I mean? Like, I want to say stepdad just to reference, just to let people know, you know what I mean? But more yeah. so, like, he's a step up dad, you know what I mean? Like, that's my dad. Like, I call him dad. He must be, you know? I love it. But how much time do you think, you know what I mean? Especially when we're, when they can't afford the best neighborhood, we lived in certain neighborhoods, I guess, but mm-hmm. we were getting up at like five o'clock in the morning so that they could drop us off at my grandma's house so we could go to school in a better neighborhood. So we could- and That's crazy how so many of us have, have these similar stories. But see, here's the thing. If you would have never left home, I would have still been in that neighborhood. You were too, you shouldn't have left home. Even even if you did get pregnant, young age, you, you should have you should have been home. Yep. We're too young, and I get it. You make you, you make baby in my house, you out. No, because you're a baby. Yes. You are oh still a baby. And that you made a baby, that don't make you grown. I'm sorry, it doesn't. I'm 30, I'm 33. Okay, and having my baby did not make me grown. Okay? <laughs> Yo, I, it's, it's crazy that you grown, said that. Guys. No, like it's not, it's not, no. Nope. No. So, yeah, what so I'm saying that. And growing through that toxic ass relationship, um, a lot of family members saw it as a one way abusive relationship, but it was not because I was, not because, like, oh, I, I, allowed it but because we were fighting each other yeah <laughs> after after a certain amount of time clearly i chose to stay it was like six seven and, and that's a choice that's not that's not a victim after a certain point depending on the person and depending on the situation and for me i was not like it was toxic toxic yeah toxic it was a choice it was a choice and Awesome, but it was because again, I had at the time I had lost everything when this guy came into my life. Like I lost every, I lost my best friend. Like he didn't die, but like you know what I mean. Like circumstances yeah. had for me. Uh, my child for me. My my grandma got taken away from me. My family moved, and it was my choice to stay mm-hmm. because 
I'm 18, 19, I'm grown. You know what I mean? I'm not yep. 19, 20, I'm grown. And that's I'm what they grown. put in our And the fact that she gave me the choice, you know what I mean? It was just right, it was normal. But also, also, it's not necessarily that she gave me the choice. I had already moved. So it was that too. I had my own house. I had lost my house. You know what I mean? It was just so much. So much. I just graduated high school, but I had taken like a year off. I lost my I lost my scholar. I didn't lose my scholarship, but like I lost my something, some part of financial aid, and I just didn't. I was depressed. I did not have. I didn't care to renew anything. You know, it was just. I was like, yeah, I well, signs to I just drop you. off. <laughs> Instead of like fighting for myself, I was just like, I was done. I was done. I was done fighting everything that I had was done. I was so young, and then, but also, I'm one of the oldest, so there were way more of us expectations too so exactly those are my expectations like you you're grown (laughs) you know what i'm saying keep it trucking keep it moving matter of fact the day of my grandma's funeral i couldn't go to the funeral because it was my first day of work and i was grown so i had to go to work wow wow the woman that raised me like i i couldn't even go to her man we wanted to have a a nice little discussion (laughs) on that like 18 don't make you grown don't make you for that episode y'all because it really don't 18 18 don't make you grown no it don't and we are coming up on the 45 minute mark here so i know it'll cut us off after we reach an hour so i just want to say like we we had about 45 minutes now which is not a not an issue but I know it will cut us off once we reach an hour. But yeah, we need to do uh, an episode on 18, don't make you grown. Because yes, me at 18, the I couldn't even enjoy, granted, being a teenage mom is not enjoyable, so to speak. But I couldn't even enjoy being pregnant or really get the full experience of what it was like to, to carry a baby because my entire pregnancy, I'm worried about where I'm gonna live, what I'm gonna do, what what's what's this, what's that? Because when they found out I was pregnant, when my grandmama and them found out I was pregnant, it was you're not bringing that baby in here. Yes. Where you gonna go? Where you gonna yes. go? You're not bringing that baby in here. And how how does it go from it takes a village to Ooh. raise a child to you not having that baby in here? Not having you that baby. You can't bring that baby in here. Right. Like you bring that baby, you take care of that baby. And the thing, like, I never was the type to even ask for help. I still struggle with mm-hmm. asking for help. Like, because I already had it in my mind, nobody's going to help me anyway, exactly. one. And then two, yes, this is my child. And I know how I want my child to be raised. I know who I want my child around, who I don't want them around. Because a lot of us grew up in houses where you got bro- cousins, brothers, sisters, aunties, uncles that like to touch little kids. Mm-hmm. And um, wait a minute, and still get invited to the cookout, so you still gotta still go get invited over. You still gotta go to these birthday parties for 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 the rest of your life. You still gotta yep. be around these people that these grown ups know what happened and still keep inviting the same monsters. predators around, same and predators so... around children and still have to take your children around. No, no, it's why like... family? Oh, no. No, 18 that's- does not make you grown. You pretend to be grown. You pretend to know what, what you're doing and, and where you want to go and, and all these other things. Some of us are forced into it 
you know, mm-hmm. forced into having to try to have a more adult mindset, but we're 18. Yeah. I mean, you still have the word teen attached to your age. So Absolutely. how grown can you possibly be? How grown can you possibly be? Um, I, I just feel like if I grew up in a different environment, things would have definitely went a lot di- different. Not to say that I probably wouldn't have got pregnant or anything like that. But if no, I had but- more supportive people around me, I yeah. think it would have been a lot easier. That part. Because it takes the village. Yep, people that wasn't going to judge and that was actually going to help. Um, or people that wasn't going to go spread all your business and talk talk so bad about you, but actually wanted to see you succeed. That's the kind of that's the kind of household I have. That is what I am doing with my children. I am not first of all, my kids never going to be out here thinking that they're alone and that their mom don't love them and that, you know. Absolutely. Cause until you're till you're grown, <laughs> I had to tell I had to tell their dad. I told him the other day. I'm like, uh, so I plan on living to 101 because <laughs> I can't leave my son here until he's like 70 years old. <laughs> By that time, he should be fine. He should know <laughs> what I'm it is. <laughs> like you know, like I get it. Like I'm a boy mom, boy mom, boy mom thing. But like I'm 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 joking. But like it, I don't mean like what <laughs> I. I yeah no 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 25 for me is the window of of return so like college years if you feel you want to venture out and I don't say college years as much you have to go to college I also don't feel that for my home it's not for everybody mandatory I dropped out it was not for me I remember I know exactly why I was okay with dropping out there wasn't the type of unity community type thing that I thought it was going to be. It wasn't about the passion of of the education or anything like that. It wasn't it wasn't like that. So for me, it just wasn't it. Being an entrepreneur myself, I feel that I would like to give my children a head start, you know, with homeschooling and my yeah. two year old alphabet. When I say he knows his alphabet, I mean uppercase, lowercase. He knows the the phonic sound. He knows uh, them out of order. He can do the he can do them like puzzles and things. He can count to five in quantity. He can count to ten yeah. clearly. Count to twenty with a little bit of you know baby mumbling there. He knows ten colors. He knows eight shapes. He's yes. two. Oh, it's not necessarily because I'm like oh my son's a genius but like don't hold your kids back you know what I'm saying like they're capable of way more than you think and I just feel like the structure of school and education in this country just holds children back because why do you need nine years to learn elementary skills it's elementary Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. like he's two and he knows that he knows half the things that he needs to know to start kindergarten. You know what I mean? And I'm not yes. saying like, oh, I'm gonna pack, pack him to kindergarten, but I feel like once he's ready to interact with other kids on an educational mm-hmm. level, he'll be super confident in what he knows. Because honestly, that's all it is. It's all about reciting what you can remember and what yep. you know. They barely teach you anything new. It's like every three or four years, you learn something new, and half of it is just terminology. It's just yep. jargon, vernacular. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's the same thing. A line then turns into a segment. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. 
a little extra vocabulary on it. But I could do the vocabulary part. He could just read. <laughs> he can read and we can go over sight words and I don't know. Homeschooling's a whole nother thing. It is, and, that, and you already know that's what I'm getting into with uh, all my girls at this point. I wish I had done it a long time ago. Um, yeah, my I'll be homeschooling a 15-year-old, a 12-year-old, and eventually little Miss Nova will join the homeschooling group. But the main reason I wanted to do it was to um, free us up to travel whenever I want to travel. Yes. And not be limited by oh she has school this day like technically speaking homeschooling school is every day um <laughs> you know like you, you just get to have more control over your schedule and the things that you do and then i also like that you get to tailor the curriculum more so towards what your child child is interested in because i plan on teaching gardening and all other types of things that's not being taught in schools anymore they are only teaching the basic bullshit um, at least that's that's just people how I forget see it. that that used to be. You know what I mean? Like home ec used to be a thing. Yeah. Um, they don't well, teach you uh, real life skills yeah. or anything that you can really use in real life. Aside no, from like basic addition and subtraction, you might know how to do percentages. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you know, like how to speak. And most people don't even know how to speak, but we just gonna leave that in there. But um, <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, I just I mm, this past year I, I I grew out of having to send my child to traditional school. Like I'm done with that. Yeah. But um man, this has been a great first episode, I feel like. I feel like we touched on a lot of topics. Yes. Just <laughs> say. a lot of topics and that makes me so happy. Um, we are nearing the one hour mark, so I guess um, do you have any last remarks or anything that, uh, shoot, not channel, page, page? <laughs> what do you want the people to follow you on? <laughs> uh, okay, so I guess uh, IG now, so on Instagram, um, is it here, uh, authentically? Katie. Katie, sorry. Yeah, I remember that part. The name itself is Kiara Dache. It's been, I've um, almost never gone by my name. I've always like used a different like moniker, especially doing like art and theater and all different types of things wanting to be an artist. This is the very first time that for, uh, I guess, personal and public, I'm using okay. my company. So Kiara Dache, but you can follow me at uh, Authentically KD. And then on TikTok, it's at Mother Wilburn. Cause that's and, more so, you know, I guess the family, that, well, more so the motherly things, I guess. Is lit. So I'll make sure I put all of that. Um, you guys, it'll all be in the description box if you want to follow us on our personal pages. Um, definitely follow our podcast page on Instagram, Millennial Mamiana Podcast. I'll be sure to put that in the description as well. Um, you can follow me at Mamiana underscore of underscore three which will also be in the description box because i know people we people in (laughs) like they don't know how to find stuff but um yes i think this was a great first episode if you guys tuned in thank you so much for listening and we will be back again um i guess this next saturday coming up um and yeah don't forget to like share 
<laughs> I was gonna say subscribe, but this is a YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe one day, one day, one day. We'll see. We'll see. Um, and then catch us live on IG. We're considering um doing like recaps after the episode goes live. But if you guys have any questions, comments, any uh topics or anything specific you want us to discuss definitely shoot us a message in the dm and we'll discuss it at some point in the future but <laughs> kiara this was lit <laughs> hey mind you i'm running on four hours of sleep girl yes. okay new mamiana of three is running definitely on less than six yo <laughs> <laughs> For sure. I haven't had a coffee yet. I didn't even. Oh, me neither. I'm just like, should I make a coffee? Then I'm like, no, not yet. Let me just focus on what I need to focus on and then do that. So I'm like, it's going to be like clinking and stuff in the background and all this extra stuff. And we are very easily distracted. Okay. Very easily distracted. But yes, thank you so much. I'm so happy we finally executed. Yes. I'm, so, I'm so happy that you made me do this because I'm not saying made, made, but just like was just like <laughs> she already made. <laughs> Let's do it. The first thumbnail was already made. She was like, "Hey, you want in? <laughs> Let's do this." <laughs> your name, but your name's already here. Like just in case she was gonna say no, no, it's too late. <laughs> yep, we you already about this for a year, so you already <laughs> said yes. <laughs> yep, yep. Like big facts. I was like, she, she, she did for this. She down, she down, she down. Yes, yep. I can. Here we are. It's lit. It's lit. But yes. Okay. So I'm gonna go ahead and end this, and I'm probably gonna just video call you. All <laughs> <laughs> right. Thank you guys for listening in. Have a great rest of your weekend. Have a great upcoming yeah. week. All the things. And thank you so much for tuning into the first episode of thank Millennial you. Mamiana. And y'all have a great day. It's <laughs> late. <laughs>